Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. Welcome back to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is Relentless Daring live on Podbean.com and the Podbean app. I'm sorry, I'm a little slow getting started tonight. If you're checking in on the live stream, ah, busy, busy, busy night. Oh. But it's better than the insanity that has been ensuing everywhere else in the world. So, holy cow, it has been absolutely insane with everything that has been going on in Washington, D.C. and all the other foolishness in the world. But first and foremost, we must talk about the insurrection. You know, the one they said that the QAnon's going to, they're going to raid on March 4th because that's the original constitutional inauguration day. And that's when Donald Trump's going to take over. Um, okay, I, I, I don't know where people are getting this. And then March 4th shows up and nothing happens. It's completely insane. But, oh, because nothing happened? Uh, our intelligence is telling us that uh, uh, March 20th, it's going to happen again. So, so, so we uh, need, to, need to keep the troops here even longer. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> the March 4th Insurrection 2.0. That's a Insurrection 2 Electric Boogaloo. Pretty Princess Steve. Let's get it right. We got to name it the right thing. And this is what's going to keep happening for the next at least year. Is that every time a date hits... They're going to put me, oh, oh, yeah, um, that changed. You know, we got new intelligence, blah, 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 further down the road. Just kick that can further down the road. And it's all just here to keep us on our toes. I mean, I would love to have a speechwriter and then get a nice speech and go stand in front of that, that chain link fence topped with the razor wire and just go full Ronald Reagan speaker Pelosi tear down this fence it's absolutely nuts um the WND news center put out an article on the 5th Pelosi prepared for insurrection, but no one came. In January, when Congress voted to formally adopt the challenge results of the 2020 election, uh, presidential election, capital security was unprepared, despite warnings. Rioters barged into the Capitol and did vandalism. They did a vandalism. 
One woman was shot and killed by police, and one officer died the next day of a still undisclosed cause of death, which the family thinks may have been a stroke. Several other people died, apparently, of natural causes. Some perpetrators staged selfies in House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office chair, enraging the Democrats. How dare you desecrate our temple to the holy god of state? So on Thursday, in response to a purported QAnon threat that Trump would take charge on the old inauguration date, Pelosi was prepared. She shut down the house, which was behind razor wire fences and protected by nearly 5,000 National Guard troops. But nothing happened. It, It was quiet. No riots. Not even crowds. I think the largest crowd that I saw was like a family who showed up and they did a they did a group selfie in front of the in front of the fence. I, I, I think there may have been some National Guard troops throwing peace signs in the back. Uh, Kim says that uh, Officer Sicknick, uh, the governor knows he didn't die by fire extinguisher. They are hiding it. And I, I believe that's true because as long as the actual cause of death Because, as his brother stated, he was fine in texting him that night. If if it was a stroke. If it was, oh, damn, he, he suffered a massive coronary and died as a result of it. If they put that out there, the whole narrative goes to pot. (laughs) <laughs> Kim, do you think the CIA did a hit on him? No, he, uh, apparently uh, Officer Sicknick had information about Hillary Clinton and he was Arkansas-ed. Anyways, back to this article. The Washington Post said the threat, quote, proved to be a mirage. Fox News' Tucker, Coller- blah, blah, blah. Tucker Carlson said that The Capitol looked like Baghdad's green zone with its fence and razor wire topping and thousands of soldiers. Quote, when you're a liberal, the world is a very scary place. But there's one fear that rises above all other fears in the liberal mind. The fear of the other, Carlson said. Like all primitive cultures, modern liberalism is tribal. Liberals understand most American continent as a mysterious dark place like a medieval map populated by drooling Trump voters and violent illiterates with extra chromosomes. Liberals despise people like this, of course. On some level, they know they're hated right back. They worry that someday there will be a backlash against the people in charge, which, of course, is them. That's their biggest fear, a peasant revolt, end quote. He noted left and right were fully prepared for another insurrection on March 4th, but like a child fearful of the monster in the closet, the threat wasn't real. A lot of liberals were certain that March 4th was the day the right-wing revolution would finally happen. March 4th, they believed, with something called QAnon Inauguration Day. He went on, They'd heard about it from Nancy Pelosi, who told her bodyguards to write up a report on the threat of QAnon Inauguration Day. So that's what they did. We never really learned any details, but members of Congress were not taking chances. Many of them fled the Capitol Thursday. House leaders rescheduled votes so that rank-and-file legislators could escape with their lives, if not with their dignity. The reality, however, was that majority of people who showed up were members of the media. Fox News said the threat fizzled. No overt security threat materialized in the nation's capital. Senate lawmakers con- convened to begin debate on President Biden's $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package, the report said. And the longer and longer this QAnon stuff goes, 
I'm going to sound like a conspiracy theorist. So I suggest right now, you I'm going to give you 10 seconds to get your tinfoil hats ready. Meanwhile... All right, tinfoil hats on. Everybody, everybody in live chat, do you have your tinfoil hats on? Because I'm about to Alex Jones this beast. I believe that QAnon was started by some crazy people called trolls on the internet. And these quote-unquote trolls did kind of like the 4chan thing where if you flash an okay hand gesture, you're signaling your white power. So I think trolls came up with QAnon. And while, yes, there are conservatives who believe it, I believe the guy who went and shot up the uh, the comet ping pong because they're running a child sex ring in the basement. I believe he was a conservative who bought into it. But I think the biggest pushers of QAnon is the media. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, stop. I know, stop, I know, calm down. It's crazy to think that maybe, possibly, the media latched onto this, kind of like the white power hand gesture, and then got their panties in a bunch and use it to mock to other the right because who is better to mobilize against in an ideology than other and don't get me wrong we here on the right are just as guilty of it everyone who is to the left of me is a communist I mean Joe McCarthy that drunk bastard He was great at othering the other side. And it's not that, you know, we are any better. I'm not even trying to say that. It's just that that's the greatest tool. I mean, that article from WND said that, you know, that's the left's greatest tool is to is you know to portray the right as other. We do it too. And so that makes trying to find anyone worth you know working with on other side even more difficult. And you see it on Twitter, you see Ah, everyone who to the right, uh, they're part of the Trump cult. Well, I'm sorry, just because, you know, I don't believe the state is the end-all, be-all cure of all the things that ail us. Which, believe me, there's people on the right who think that the state is God as well. I mean, progressivism is a dish that both sides enjoy. And it's, it's just one of those things. But the fact that the media perpetrates it against us, and then when things don't work out the way they want, they just move the goalpost. When we see this with global warming, I mean... In the 1970s, ah, by the year 2000, we're going to be in another ice age, George. Well, can you prove that we're actually going to be in an ice age, or are you being a douche canoe? 
because it turns out <laughs> it wasn't an ice age. In fact, in year 2000, in 30 years, global warming is going to destroy the planet. And it just keeps pushing the envelope. 2019, we have 12 years, 12 years. <laughs> uh, Pretty Princess Steve says, QAnon rescheduled the new Ice Age to March 20th. Boom. I really don't like that because I hate having to work in the snow. It sucks. Oh, but I'm having issues tonight because there's a cat locked in my office and she just seems to want to be all over me, my feet. I'm trying to keep her from stomping all over the, uh, Soundboard panel on this mixer. Oh, my goodness. Cats. Can't live with them. Uh, most people can live without them, but yeah, I couldn't. I love my cats. Oh, my goodness. But... So, somewhere I had these lyrics written down, but I had found a leftist hymnal. Now, these are far more amusing than, say, the Atheist Hymnal, which, you want to hear songs from the Atheist Hymnal, uh, get on YouTube and look for uh, Steve Martin and Atheist Hymns. They're great. But this Leftist Hymnal, I, it, it's all about, you know, odes to state and what they do to help keep the state in power. I mean, I, I don't know who wrote it. But this, I found one, it's about shifting. It's about shifting, uh, not necessarily targets, but just the things they do to keep in power. Let's see if I can find this here. Ah, here it is. I mean, it, it may have a familiar tune because, frankly, they're not very creative. So they're just kind of going along and using what they already have. I've got a goalpost. That it needs moving because this thing did not occur. I've got a goalpost. I'm just going to move it and change the time when these things will occur. Yeah, sorry. I know I never claimed to be a good singer. <laughs> Must be written by Common Core students. Um, it, it's possible. Oh, is it, we've and Common Core don't quit my day job. Yeah, I know. I I never. <laughs> I never said I was a good singer. If I was going to be a good singer, I wouldn't be doing this. Hell, I can barely put a coherent sentence together. So I don't even don't even think that I'm uh, conceited enough to think okay, I'm gonna go on uh, American Idol. I'll I'll I'll, I'll be like the uh, like the the hung guy, <laughs> well, William Hung. Shit bang, shit bang. Yeah, I just, I'm not gonna embarrass myself that badly. But no, and it's and like things like critical race theory have uh they're so getting so infiltrated. I was at Bible study prior to this. One of the members of our group, he is a teacher at the high school. And so they were doing an, this online training for uh as he said 
I am the devil because I am a straight white man. Lady Dice says I was playing on Facebook. No, I wasn't. It may have showed me as being on Facebook, but I wasn't actually doing anything on Facebook. These accusations against me are horrible. But when he was uh, doing this test, or the, it was like a survey, you had to submit your name. And the name he chose, having a brilliant sense of humor, he got it from Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. And he changed his and he, and he made his name uh the African phrase for white devil, white devil. <laughs> like like brilliant. <laughs> and he's just like, this is so dumb. He's like the only reason that he is staying and teaching right now is because he is over halfway towards retiring, and so it would be dumb. And it, it's nuts. And someone had uh, mentioned e- earlier that that the uh, Senate had passed the $1.9 trillion of pork well, it's not all pork. I mean, obviously, some of it's going to come to us as long as we make less than $80,000 for individuals, less than $150,000 for married people. Ugh. But. Oh, it gets so, so much better. But I want to save that one for later. I'm still, still just kind of hung up on the whole thing with because we're being lied to. I with the whole insurrection thing. We know that we're going to be continue to find reasons to keep troops in Washington D.C. We're going to have reasons. There's going to be all kinds of reasons. We have to keep these barriers up. We can't allow the American people into their Capitol building. We just can't have that. That's wrong. They don't deserve to come into their Capitol. Well, when are we as Americans going to look at Congress and go, hey, dumbass, you're the hired help. You campaigned against other potential employees, and we, by committee, your district, your state, put you into the House, put you into the Senate. You work for us. Joe Biden, as the president, works for us, even though I this is going to get fact-checked, even though he told a union employee who was concerned about, you know, gun confiscations and taking ARs, quote, I don't work for you. You're full of shit. End quote. These people think that they are our bosses. And we've allowed it. We've sat back and gone, you know, yeah, Washington will take care of that. It's all good. But we don't stand up. (laughs) Kim, quoting Joe Biden, Look, fat, I work for Mrs. Biden. 
Yeah, I, I'm really starting to think Jill is uh is this generation's uh Mrs. Wilson. For those of you who don't get the reference, towards the start of Woodrow Wilson's second term, he had a stroke. A pretty massive one. And because we didn't have a 25th Amendment, he remained the president. Of course, granted, it was put out in the press as, oh, he had a health issue. He had a little bit of a health scare. And he survived. But essentially, um, his power-hungry wife used him as a meat puppet. Wheel him out, let him, you know, give a speech that may or may not be incoherent or understandable. But Mrs. Wilson was the one pushing policy. She was the one signing legislation. She was the one vetoing the legislation she didn't like. A true, a very, very true shadow government, if there's ever been one. <laughs> Kim says, history is repeating itself. Well, it's not that history repeats itself. Just, we like to think of history as being linear. But really, it's just a circle. It's not that you know it repeats itself. However, it does rhyme. And it really worries me that with some of the people that we have in power, what's the next thing that's going to rhyme? Gina Carano was canceled, fired from her job with Disney because this isn't an observation she made. It's an observation that she saw and then shared. And that was comparing friends, neighbors, co-workers of the Jews being pushed to attack the Jews in Germany before the Nazis ever did. Before the government did, the people did it. Kristallnacht. Kristallnacht wasn't a government operation. Kristallnacht was an uprising by the people. Granted, it was fueled by the media. It was fueled by the government. But it wasn't the government that smashed Jewish-owned businesses and burned down Jewish houses. It was the people. And look at what's going on. You have the Nancy Pelosi's. You have the Eric Schartz himself on TV, Swalwell. Jerry Nadler. Joe Biden. Kamala Harris. All of these people in the government who go out of their way to vilify anyone who is right of their position. You have their willing, boot-licking lapdogs in the media who are willing to go and repeat what they say unquestioningly to vilify those on the right. And the people are buying into it. Hook, line, and sinker. And it makes me wonder, how long is it going to be till we transition from being verbally attacked for having a contrary opinion to what's being, uh, what's being purveyed by 
those in power, by those in charge of disseminating the information that they deem is worth disseminating. How long does it go from that? Because how until it becomes, you know, beyond being silenced for having conservative viewpoints, we start actually being totally discriminated against. Like, I mean, lunch counters, water fountains, bathrooms, all of this, and a stark repetition of the 19, or of the uh, post-Reconstruction South. How long till we start getting physically attacked? I mean, we've already seen that with Andy No. He had to leave the country because he dared to publish a book that had pictures and names of Antifa people. How long till we no longer feel safe in our own country? I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. This is Tyler from Relentless Daring, and I am launching the brand new RelentlessDaring.com merch shop. Instead of having to go to a third-party vendor, now you can do everything right there at RelentlessDaring.com. If you want to buy merch, go to RelentlessDaring.com slash shop, and there you can get hats, you can get t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get coffee cups, you can get stickers. Go there today to show your love for the Relentless Daring podcast, and as always, stay relentless. same cardboard flavored doormat textured protein bar how about drink mix packets for your water bottles that are full of artificial sweeteners tired of a whole regimen of pre-workout and protein shakes for your trip to the gym go to builtbar.com for their selection of great tasting protein bars built boost energy drink mixes and built go energy gels built bar offers 18 delicious flavors of protein bars with only four to five net carbs for you keto dieters six flavors of built boost energy drink mix and three flavors of built go energy gel built bars are made in america using real ingredients like honey and dark chocolate go to builtbar.com and use the promo code relentless to save 10 percent and let them know you heard about them from relentless daring All right, getting back into it. Wow, that just stops very, very, very abruptly. Um, so I was saying, you know, our government hates us, and you know, my friend who you know, was doing the uh, the CRT garbage at for his school, and part of the reason why he gets hit so hard with it is that a large portion of their district is made up of army brats. You know, they live, you know, they're right outside of a military base. So lots of military kids, which means lots of federal dollars. Oh, yeah. So they because they get the federal dollars, they have to participate in these programs. Well, if, if you thought that uh, that's pretty bad, this I found this uh, today when I was doing my show prep. Here's how much the government hates you, the individual. But by God, they love them some government workers. This is from National File. Democrat COVID bill gives $21,000 handout to federal employees if their kids' schools aren't open in person. Hmm. The American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 
the COVID relief and stimulus package that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi shepherded through the House includes an unscrupulous provision that allows federal employees to collect up to $21,000 to stay home if schools aren't open to take their children. The provision also covers part-time and seasonal employees whose compensation would be calculated to, quote, equivalent hours established by their agency, end quote. The details of the Emergency Federal Employee Leave Fund is found starting on page 305 of the COVID relief package currently making its way through the U.S. Senate. The legislation authorizes a $570 million fund available through September 30th so federal employees can execute paid leave if they have to take care for others due to COVID. Those eligible include federal employees with children who do not have in-person school. Also eligible to draw from the taxpayer-funded endowment are those who are unable to work because they are caring for any immediate relative or dependent adversely affected by COVID. The applicable passage in the bill reads, quote, If the school or place of care of the son or daughter, gender language, has been closed, if the school of such son or daughter requires or makes optional a virtual learning instruction model or requires or makes optional a hybrid of in-person and virtual learning instruction models or the child care provider of such son or daughter is unavailable due to COVID-19 precautions. And say, oh, dear God. (laughs) Kim, uh, she's referencing a wonderful video from a meeting of the Democratic Socialists of America where a member of the delegation calls a point of personal privilege. Please do not use gender language to address everyone. Yes, Steve. <laughs> uh, Kim said it. Steve said it. Y- you gotta love having a live audience who is on the same wavelength. Of course, it helps we listen to the same shows. But now, uh, in its current form, the bill would allow full-time federal employees to take up to six hundred hours in paid leave until September 30th, 2021, and up to $35 an hour and $1,400 a week. Total for a 40-hour work week, the paid time comes off to 15 weeks. Eh. Talk about a good gig if you can get it. Part-time and seasonal employees are eligible at the equivalent hours as established and calculated by their agency. Currently outside of the legislation's provision, federal employees can take up to 12 weeks of unpaid leave under the uh, Family and Medical Leave Act. I mean, (laughs) pretty pretty Princess Steve asked, "Uh, does that make us a cult? The New Age Order of Bourbon and Bad Decisions? (laughs) Oh, Oh, there was a typo. Does that mail us a cult? Gender language, please. Ah. <laughs> Lady die or lushes. Yes, we all identify as lushes. Thank you very much. That means more than one lush, not luscious, L-U-C-I-O-U-S, for I am not luscious at all. Ew. You think I'm luscious? Uh, get with me after the show. We will talk. Um, but yeah, the government doesn't give a rat's hairy butt about any of us. But you look at who is going to really benefit from <laughs> you look at really who's really going to benefit from this COVID package. Yes, I will. I stand to uh, 
collect a substantial chunk of money because I got a house full of kids. But I really feel like, you know, if this was a means tested thing where, hey, hey, you, did you, did you work? Are you working right now? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, you're not going to get this. It, like I said, in a uh, comment I made on Twitter earlier today, my life has not been upset one bit in the least because of COVID. My job did not go away. My hours weren't reduced. I spent a grand total of two weeks in quarantine because my wife got the vid. Who And she ended up spending like a month in quarantine because obviously... The two weeks after she'd been exposed, and then she finally started showing symptoms, tested positive, and then, you know, two weeks after that. But my life hasn't been affected. You see the people who still live in fear that, you know, all the masking stuff. What? Put a pin in that one and we'll come back to it. But the government, I think the government should step in for people who, you know, they've lost their jobs. Businesses who were forced to go out of business because of government. You know, there's, there's a lot of things I think the government should step in on. Hey, it's our fault you're in this situation. Let us work to make you whole. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not a huge fan that the that's coming out of my tax dollars, but government kind of did it. The government should kind of pay for it. And... But, you know, when government's doing these, um, oh, we're going to give all this money to California because, you know, they've gotten some really, really bad union contracts. Wait, you're, you're bailing out states that can't negotiate well with unions? Huh. Well... Why is it the federal government's problem to deal with a state that made a bunch of bad union deals? And that's what a lot of this goes to is, you know, bailing out things, sending money overseas. Was it? I, I don't have the figures on me, but an incredibly small amount of a small percentage, I think it's like 3% of that bill goes to, you know, direct payments. Now, and there's some stuff where I think you can make an argument. Um, I think the show Stu Does America, he went over, you know, like the five categories of, yes, this makes sense, all the way through, what the hell is this doing here? Uh, Lady Di says that we are the sugar daddy. No, 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 no. Our great, 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 great grandkids are the sugar daddies. (laughs) Our money dumb is spent a long time ago, and it ain't going to nobody. The U.S., Government is the world's largest, most successful Ponzi scheme. All this money going in, yet when it comes time to cash out, we don't see any of it. Isn't that weird? And it just keeps needing more and more people to pay into it. So now we have this bill 
that is going to go to uh, President Biden on Monday, who's going to sign it. And one of the carve-outs up to $21,000 for federal employees just because their kids aren't in school or they're my my kid has to do has to do hybrid learning. He goes to school for two days a week, and then he does distance learning for the other three. Oh my god! <laughs> Steve says, "Yeah, President Biden will sign it." Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's. No, no, he, he's going to sign it. He's going to hold the pen. It's not going to be crowns die. It's just going to be Jill Biden manipulating his hand. <laughs> Kim says, will there be women in the room so he could sniff to be alert to sign it? <laughs> yes. For those of you who didn't know, all women who work in the White House have to have smelling salts doused through their hair that way, when Joe Biden gives him a sniff, he snaps back to his senses for a few minutes. I mean, it's it's crazy. Our government, you know, this government of the people, by the people, for the people, is no longer that. It is government of the people, but it's government by the government. For the government. It's. It no longer. Our government no longer gives a damn. About the citizens. Who put the people there. The worst part of it is. We have an amazingly. Large bureaucratic state. The bureaucratic state. Which. Don't get me wrong. I have applied to work in the bureaucratic state. Do you know how hard it is to get hired by the bureaucratic state? I was in the infantry for seven and a half years. I spent three years as a non-commissioned officer. I've led combat patrols in Afghanistan. And apparently, I don't have the requisite experience to be a security guard at the hospital on Fort Leonard Wood. It's incredibly hard to become a member of the bureaucratic state. Yet, the bureaucratic state is that uh, part of the philosophical argument of what happens when the immovable object strikes an unstop- is struck by an unstoppable force. I believe the bureaucracy is really uh, the unstoppable force because it just it'll just keep marching down on you. <laughs> Pretty princess, Steve. That's because you don't spend X years sucking up to the right people. Probably, yeah. The whole the whole merit based hiring system really isn't true. Sure, I have veterans' preference for having in. 80% disability rating from the VA, but yeah. Oh, you didn't spend 12 months doing security patrols and staring at a camera at an equal or greater pay grade than the one that you're applying for. Yeah. Um, where do I go with this guy over here? Cause he has a degree and hasn't done jack crap his entire life. It's it's ridiculous. The bureau the bureaucracy exists to protect the bureaucracy. There was a time when 
we had a spoils system for the federal government. I, I know this seems crazy that an incoming administration could go, all right, all these people who have a huge, have huge influence, whether they're middle managers, whether they're upper management, all the way up to cabinet level positions, you're fired. Bring it in my people. And when that happened, you had, you know, bureaucrats who would be like, okay, we are following the the mandates of whoever the president is because he's the one who appointed us. But we don't have that system anymore. Now we have laws where, you know, you do go through USA jobs and you apply and, you know, it's merit-based, so we, you know, we'll pick you if you're the best person for the job, blah, 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 blah. But when this happens, you get people who stay in government for 40-some-odd years. I mean, is there really any reason why a bureaucrat like the Emperor God King Dr. Monsignor Fauci makes more money than the sitting president of the United States. He's a, he's a bureaucrat for Christ's sake. He's a guy who hasn't seen a patient in over 20 years, but he makes more money than the president of the United States of America. And he's a guy who he's got a 20, 30-year track record of being wrong on key issues. He was wrong on AIDS during the Reagan administration. He has flip-flopped 100 million times on COVID alone. Why is he still there? Why do we have agencies that when Donald Trump was saying, here is how we're going to do things, they slow rolled it. Look at what happened when Donald Trump tried to, you know, say, hey, I am going to limit What transgender people can serve in the military versus Barack Obama's? All of them can serve. Everyone called it a trans, called it a trans ban. It really wasn't. It had a actually very narrow scope of who is, here's the people that we say we will not allow to serve. Jim Mattis, the retired Marine general that you know, is a meme machine. All sorts of pithy quotes that motivate soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines to just go out there and kick ass and take names. He slow-rolled it because, well, uh, I don't agree with you, Mr. President. Whoa, if you don't, if you're not going to follow what the president and his advisors are suggesting, Mr. Secretary of Defense, here's an idea. Resign. It's not your place if you're a member of the bureaucracy to slow roll policy. You might not like the policy, but hey, when the top dog of the executive branch is telling you how to execute, you do it the way they say. It's not a hard concept. 
And honestly, Donald Trump should have fired more people that he was capable, that he had the ability to fire. Those appointees who serve at the pleasure of the president. I mean, the acting attorney general. I don't even remember her name anymore. She was so inconsequential. But when Donald Trump said, uh, came out on immigration policy, she said, no, I'm not going to do it. And he's like, you're fired. Boom. End of story. Christopher Ray. Christopher Ray should have been fired like 500 times as director of the FBI. Christopher Ray was completely inept at his job. Yet he stayed on. Bill Barr. Oh my God, he got, you know, he got sworn in as the Attorney General. He came out, he started playing the bagpipes. Yeah! He had some great one-liners that owned the libs in the Senate and the Congress. But what did he do? He protected the system. Christopher Ray protected the system. Uh, Kim says, I think they should have term limits not only for Congress, but other government positions. I agree. I firmly believe that with the exception of the military, if you are a if you work in the federal government, 20 years, you're done. Bye-bye. Congratulations. You stayed around long enough to earn that retirement check. Now go home. And the reason I say without, you know, with the exception of military, you can enlist in the National Guard or the Reserves at the age of 17. The clock starts. Now, now you can do your 20, that's all well and good, as a regular one weekend a month, two week a year soldier. Hit your 20, retire. And then, huh, well, you don't get any of your retirement ben- benefits until you're 60. So you're 37 when you retire. So now you've got to go, what, 23 more years until you, uh, until you can do anything? Before you can get those benefits, to get that retirement pay? So they end up staying in until their, you know, their mandatory retirement age. That way they can get their benefits right off the, right off the bat. Lady Dye says that uh, top brass are corrupt. There are definitely members in the top brass that are corrupt. They've been there forever. They know how the system works, and because they know how the system works, they game the system. I'm not going to deny. Corruption in the military. It's a fact of life. I mean, the guy in char- who was running uh, Fort Hood's uh, sexual assault reaction group, he was using women, female soldiers who had been victimized. They went there because they had been sexually harassed and they wanted to fix it. They have been sexually assaulted. And they, they're trying to file charges. And then, in a way, similar to how Andrew Cuomo was trying to use the history and trauma of sexual assault from on against one of his aides to try to coerce her into a sexual relationship, this guy who's supposed to be helping victims of sexual assault and sexual harassment. He turned them into a prostitution ring. 
So like I said, I'm not I'm not going to say that the military doesn't have its problems because it does. There are always going to be, you know, those colonels who, oh, I want to keep my jump status, so I'm going to insert myself onto this training jump. Even though they're not in an airborne unit, but they, they want that jump status. And then it's been so long since they've actually jumped, they screw something up, and then they die. You have those members of the military who they turn a blind eye to design flaws. They turn a blind eye to fraud, waste, and abuse. Or they're the ones perpetrating it. It's going to happen. It happens in all sectors of government. If you want to watch money get stolen quickly, get government involved. And it's so amazing at how quickly it gets stolen because it's not the government stealing it. However, they leave a lot. They leave a lot of a uh, lot. Of, they leave a lot of holes that everyday people can take advantage of. All right, so that's going to do it for me. Um, thank you for coming back this week and listening. It's been an absolute pleasure dealing with most of you. You know who you are. Makes everything miserable, and I'm gonna kick your sorry little butt when I get over this show. Um, yeah. So it's again, thank you all so much for listening. It has been a absolute, absolute pleasure. It's just been so crazy. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. Remember, this show is supported by the loving listeners like you. So if you want to support the show, go to RelentlessDaring.com. You can buy merch. You don't, don't want to buy merch? That's cool. At the top of the page, you will see a Donate Now button. Click that. You can set up a one-time donation. You can set up a monthly donation. Whatever suits you, whatever suits your pocketbook. It's It, it all goes into... You know, making the show better like this totally awesome new Rode pod mic that I'm talking on right now. Or this amazing Rode Procaster uh, or Rodecaster Pro. Sorry. Yeah, board that I'm using to process all this. Oh, Lady Dice said, oh, kiss up now. Well, yeah. I, now that I've done insulted somebody in the audience, I don't know who, but that, there's always that one. Always that one. So, again, thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to this on Apple iTunes, I ask you to do four things, the same four things I ask every week. Number one, hit the subscribe button. Get the notification every time the new episode drops. Number two, leave. (laughs) Number two, rate the show, preferably five stars. Number three, Write a review. Something nice. Let people know what you think about the show. Embellish a little bit. I'm not saying create a beautiful, wonderful, amazing review out of whole cloth. But, you know, embellish it. Just a smidge. And number four, share the show. You know, when it, once it posts, share the link. Send the show. Send this link to someone who you think will absolutely love what I have to say. Send this link to somebody who is, this is going to piss them off to no end. I don't care. I am all about the spreading of hate and discontent in this world. So if you can use me as a tool to aggravate the crap out of your crazy progressive liberal friend, by all means, use me. I don't mind being used. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, stay relentless. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. Hey. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 